Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a brand marketing strategist, personal branding and business coach, and a branding photographer. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about personal branding, personal development, and life overall in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up when I was afraid to put myself out into the world as an entrepreneur. Was I really even an entrepreneur? Did I know enough? Was I enough? Have you asked yourself those questions too? For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, visions, and values. My goal is to help you build a strong foundation for a brand, business, and life success without the overwhelm and frustration of starting something new or changing directions. Through interviews with inspiring guests and solo episodes, I will help you navigate the world of entrepreneurship and all of the challenges that pop up along the journey. You'll find inspiration and guidance, be entertained and enlightened. So grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive in to a new episode. Good morning, listeners. I hope you are all having a wonderful day and I'm excited that you are here with me for another episode of the Second Phase Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. We have a St. Louis connection, and that's pretty cool. My guest lives where I used to live and where I went to college and got my pharmacy degree. But today, we are going to be talking about writing your own story and how you can create a story that you can then put into the form of a book and become a published author. So today's guest is a published author, multiple time published author, and a story coach. So I'm really excited to dive into learning more about telling my own story and helping you guys learn how to tell your story too, whether it's in the form of a published book or just through your social media content or whatever that case may be. So without further ado, Shelly Pordia, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So let's start with you telling the listeners a little bit about you, a little bit of your backstory. You were a former teacher turned author. So share your journey. Yeah, sure. So um, like you said, I was a former teacher. I actually lived overseas for 15 years. So I worked in an international school there and I was a teacher. And then eventually I became an academic director at that school. And when our kids were in their teens, my oldest, my daughter was in her teens and my boys were like, I think 12 and 11 and 12 or 13. I can't remember exactly, but we um, moved back to the States just to kind of give them the opportunity to come, you know, and have the education here, be able to go to college, that kind of thing. And so when we did that, I worked as an administrator of an organization and I ran a preschool program, which I did not have experience in, except for our school had a preschool. And the year before we left, it was like my biggest challenge. So (laughs) there was preparation for that. And so that job was, you know, I had a few employees, probably about 15 well, probably more than that under me, and then like 300 volunteers. And so it was just a massive undertaking. And 
I didn't have the creative freedom that I had overseas. <laughs> As an academic director, I could go to my principal and be like, this would be fun. <laughs> and he'd be like, that's cool. Do that, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, working for an organization that has like massive amounts of people coming every week. It's not that, you know, you don't have that much freedom. And I really started to think, oh my goodness, I need more. I have to have this creative outlet. And I was turning 41 and <laughs> I was like, I can't let another decade go by and not write. I had started writing a story. I had about four chapters in my computer. Um, my dad had passed away. So it was just my way to emote. And I left it in my computer for about five years. And that was really the time of my life when I was really frustrated with, you know, my own freedom of creativity in my job that I had to pick it back up and do something with it. And so I just Googled <laughs> how to become an author and I bought a course and I dove in. I was working more than 40 hours a week, probably at the time, but I would just close myself off and be like, I'm writing for the weekend. And I did it. Yeah. I just published my book first book while I was working full time. That's awesome. So your first book is not your story or is your first book your story? Because you have the trilogy and you have the children's book. Yes. And I'm working actually on a memoir now, but the three books that I have published that are fiction are my trilogy. And then I have a children's book published as well. Okay. And I have a few translations of that children's book. So they're bilingual since we're a bilingual family. You know, I just had a passion to take a few languages and put the English and other language, starting with Romanian, which is our second language. Well, my husband's first, my second, <laughs> and um, my children's second language. And then we have Persian, because I met a sweet Persian lady who wanted to translate the book. And then we have Spanish. One of my best friends is Hispanic. So <laughs> we did that too. Awesome. That's fabulous. So, okay, let's talk about this a little bit because... yeah. So one thing that you say, and I absolutely love this phrase, honing in on little bits of your story to create a full piece of art. So I want to know how is your story correlated to the book? You got your start with a book that's not about you, but yet that's your big message as far as helping other people by being a story coach. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Sure. So Stephen King says that every author's first novel is actually a memoir. <laughs> and I can testify to that a little bit. I mean, of course, we weave our stories into everything that we write because we are the ones living our own experience. As I said, it was a time in my life where I had lost someone. And so it and my dad, of all people, so it was very close. And I lived overseas. And, you know, I had to grapple with the idea that I had chosen to be 15 years out of his life and away from him. And then he suddenly passed. And so all of those emotions came flooding in. And I realized that my entire trilogy is a search for home. And my first blog was called search along the road home. And my second blog was unveiling home. And I just started to see this thread of this search for finding a place and being able to truly be myself. And I really feel like you know, this is the second phase podcast, right? When I made the decision to quit my job and to become a full-time author and to help other people do this work as well, it was like I came home. I finally, I, I was always on a quest and I didn't even know it. That through line that I found in my life was my story. It was pieces of my story. And in my memoir, of course, I'll kind of unpack what it was that made me the type of person who felt like I was never fitting in or, you know, couldn't find that place. But that's really the most powerful thing. When I talk about pieces of me, 
is really when people start to lean in. And that's why I'm a a story coach today. You know, authors don't make a lot of money off of their book sales, (laughs) you know, to be honest, unless you're like a mainstream JK Rowling's type that, you know, I'm sure she makes a lot of money off her books, but you know, an everyday author doesn't really make a lot of money off of their books. So what I do is I coach and I ghostwrite, I write articles for uh, corporations that pay me good money. So the things that I have to understand about how I can make this, you know, use my story to help another person and get some revenue because I'm if I'm not making money, I'm not able to really contribute, right? <laughs> Is finding that piece. And that's really what I found through coaching, of course. I mean, when I bought my first course to figure out like, how do I publish? I invested, I invested quite a bit of money in that because I knew I wanted to change my career. But I really try to focus on the people who may or may not want to change their career. Sure, I can help you and guide you to do take the same steps that I took. But the pieces of your story that really create, you know, this whole work of art, which is what I believe your work is your art. So I highly recommend a book called The Art of Work by Jeff Goins. <laughs> but for you to find that through line, all you have to do is kind of look back on your life and pull those pieces out. And that is what people relate to. If you look at any of the top selling self-help books on the market, they don't start by saying, do these 14 things. They start by saying, this is where I was. This is my story. This is how I failed. And I want to tell you how I came to success. And if they don't grip you with their own story, it's going to be really boring, right? Mm -hmm. You don't just want a worksheet from, you know, a teacher. You want to relate to somebody who has a journey that's similar to yours so that you can believe that you're going to be on a trajectory. Well, I think that's a really good point because as humans, we're very curious and Mm. we want to know as much as possible about the person that's teaching us. Like, how are they the expert? What do they know? What are their experiences that led them to be able to teach me something? That's a really good point. And it's true. If you have a book that doesn't lure you in with something that you can relate to, you're not going to finish it. Yeah. And so many people have, like the clients that I work with now they have so much expertise and they're so knowledgeable, but nobody knows them or trusts them that much with that knowledge, right? Like who are they? So if they don't tell a piece of their story, then we can't like give them trust or if they're not endorsed by somebody that we do know, we can't transfer that trust to this person because we already know this. Mm -hmm. Not everybody knows a famous person to endorse them. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, it takes a little bit of work, but it's really I think it's important for everyone to share what their story is. Mm -hmm. I really like to communicate the value of people's story so that it can bring value not only to their lives, but to my life, right? We want to first give, we want to give that value, that knowledge to somebody else. But then in turn, it does bring value to my life as well. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to start the second phase of your career journey? Do you feel like you are drowning in and overwhelmed with information about becoming an entrepreneur? Do you wish someone could just give you the step-by-step playbook and hold your hand through the whole process and save you time, money, and energy? Are you frustrated with your lack of progress and wish there was an easier way to grow an audience or scale your business? Maybe you already have a business, but you're stuck, not growing, and not getting the clients you dreamed of. 
In my one-to-one six-month coaching program, we will work together to identify your niche and ideal audience, discover clarity and confidence, differentiate you from all others in your area of expertise, all while working on mindset. You'll walk away after six months with a strong foundation for brand and business success. You'll have access to my templates, learn email marketing, Pinterest marketing, how to blog. We'll review your website copy, and you'll even get an intro to SEO and so much more. Don't have a website? Don't worry. Through my boutique brand agency, my team and I build brands and launch businesses. You can think of it as a brand in a box. We do it all for you and with you. No need to get multiple estimates and work with people all over the place. It's one-stop shopping. After six months, you'll be able to launch or relaunch your business with confidence and be on the fast track for success. No more overwhelm, frustration be gone. When you hire me as your business coach, you don't have to build a business alone. You don't have to fail your way forward. No longer do you have to overinvest and settle for minimal results. Let me help and guide you step-by-step, piece-by-piece to create a long-term foundation for success and a thriving, profitable business. And let's have fun while we build it. To apply and connect to see if we're a good fit for each other, visit my website, therobingraham.com forward slash brand and business coach. I look forward to learning more about your goals and dreams and helping you make them a reality. So when someone's thinking about writing a book or telling their story, I don't know, are there like five steps you could recommend three steps? Like how do you preface that for someone to get them to stop thinking and take action to actually write this? Yes. So I would say just write. (laughs) That's the first thing that I would tell people to do. Just Right. I'm a huge fan of Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. And she talks about morning pages and just writing like this is not coherent. I have a plan writing. It's just getting the stuff out of your brain and eventually it starts to come. So just write. Don't make excuses that I'm not a writer or I have to be inspired. Your work can be trash, (laughs) but if you just get it down and get it out there, get into that habit, then I promise you, you'll come up with something. And then I would say to read. So read, write, read, write, repeat. Like those, those two things are so essential because if you come to me and you say, Oh, I have this thing that nobody's talking about. Nobody's done this before. I would tell you then no one wants it. Right. So you have to read and research what people are actually looking for. And then you inject your new thing into it. So I'll give you an example. Like when I heard somebody, I think it was Saul Blinkoff, he worked for Disney and he was talking about when they produced The Lion King. It had been pitched before, but nobody really like understood it or, you know, knew what was going on. And so when they came again to pitch it, they said, it's like Hamlet, but with animals. So like the story was already known. Everybody loved the story. Everyone understands the story of Hamlet, but who would have thought to do it with, you know, lions? (laughs) No one, right? So that was the new thing. So that's what I would say to people. Like you need to see what's on the market, see what people are looking for. And then that's when you inject like your new spin on it. And, you know, that means if you are a wellness coach who understands everything about fitness and nutrition, but you have a new plan of action that you haven't seen anybody do before, right? So you would say it's like 
X book. I can't think of one right now because I'm not, I don't read health and fitness books all the time. (laughs) But, you know, you would talk about 30 minutes a week or whatever your Mm -hmm. secret sauce is. And you would say it's like this book, but, you know. Right. So it's very similar to creating a brand because the entire concept of creating a brand is to differentiate yourself. So, you know, you can come onto the market and you can try to be a me too, but it's going to fall flat ultimately. Whereas if you come on the market and there are previous things on the market that you may do, but if you have your own spin on it and you really mark it by your onlyness factor, your uniqueness, you're going to be successful. So same concept. And everybody does. Like, that's the thing. People ask me all the time, well, you know, what should I do for this? And for me, it's all about research. Like, what I tell you may not work for you. Like, how I do plan my day and, you know, write my stuff is not always going to work for you. Right. So it's really about finding that sweet spot that you have that will work for somebody else. It's not going to work for everybody, but it's going to work for somebody. And even like, I will pick up a book and I will read, for example, the one I just used, uh, The Artist's Way with Julia Cameron. I try to hold myself accountable every day to do my morning pages. One of the things I don't hold myself accountable for in that book that she highly suggests, which hopefully I will grow and get there, is taking yourself on an artist's date every week. I have not been disciplined to schedule that out for myself every week, right? And so I can take and I can leave the things that I know really work well for me. I know the morning pages are magic for me, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's what I do. And I highly recommend it, but that's not going to work for everyone. Right. So take and leave what you can and really do your research. And I know people just want to like jump in and like, if they have a book idea and they, you know, hire me or somebody else, or they buy a course, they just want to like do it all. But it really does take a little bit of groundwork to know that, you are on the right path. You have to have a saleable good idea. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you want to get your message out there, if you want to make money, or if you want to leverage it to, you know, grow your business or whatever your goal might be. If you want to just like with my children's book, I had zero expectations. I just wanted to do it. I knew it was a passion. It was a story that came to me. We were all in quarantine. And this is a story about emotions, little kids' emotions in quarantine. Like I just did it. You know, there's like no goals. I didn't set anything. I just wanted it out there. Mm -hmm. So if that's what you want to do, that is fine. And I mean, mine ended up because I knew how to work the system and the business. It did end up hitting, you know, a bestseller list (laughs) in the first couple weeks. So that was exciting and fun. But like, I don't need it to, right? Mm -hmm. I just want that work out into the world. But that's not why people spend the time to write books, (laughs) you know, for the most part. We want to get our message to the most people possible and to have a real plan. And it takes groundwork. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Just like everything. I mean, nothing is, you can't just say, okay, I'm going to do this and it's going to be a success. You have to lay the groundwork. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about self-publishing and can you give us, you know, some tips, some guidance, like if someone is on the course of writing a book and they, are ready. They think they're ready and they're ready to start researching self-publishing. Where do they begin? What steps do they need to take? Yeah. So that's really a tricky question because there are so many opinions (laughs) on this. When I began, I actually bought a course and a coaching package that went in with a hybrid system. So you, you know, there's an application process, they approve you and they have, you know, your coach and 
you do most of the work yourself, but they kind of guide you through that. A lot of people like that. A lot of people don't. I think there are pros and cons. It worked for me. I did not end up doing that my second and third book. I basically did everything myself. I did register them with the same label so that all of my trilogy would have the same thing. But I didn't need, you know, that extra at that time because I had learned it, right? And so that is an option. You have traditional publishing, you know, which that's not what we're talking about right now, but it's it's not that much different, to be honest. Like you still have to do a lot of the legwork yourself. And then you have just like straight self-publishing and you can either Google everything. <laughs> you can pay, you know, uh, there are places online that just charge for like, this is a, like a course that will teach you everything. Or then you can hire somebody like me and they'll like coach you through it. However, that works for you. I personally, if I knew what I know now and not as far as the publishing goes, but like as the options, I probably would have started just by hiring somebody for a few months, having them guide me through it and publishing my book. So I would just say first, start Googling and see what works for you. There are plenty of self-publishers out there who will answer questions, get into a Facebook group. So just put in self-publishing or authors, self-published authors. There are plenty of groups out there with thousands of members who will answer your questions for free. (laughs) There's a lot of free information. I actually do have a sign up on my website. So if you just subscribe to my newsletter, you can get a free download and it's called Write Your Story Now. So I have just a little quick guide to my recommendations for your first step. If you're going to start writing and then if you're going to think about self-publishing. And of course, like anybody can email me right off of my website. I have I offer free consultations. So if all you need is a few questions asked, there are people like me out there who just try to help others do that, you know, this process. It's not that complicated. And it can be inexpensive if you do your homework. (laughs) And there are like Amazon publishes. So you can self-publish right from Amazon. There are companies out there that help guide you to do this, right? Like absolutely. Literally, like you upload your book to them and they they do all the legwork. There are places like Fiverr that you can do work with a graphic designer very inexpensively to create your book cover. Yes. And that's what any like coach or even these programs, that's what they'll walk you through. So every author publishes on Amazon, right? So we use their publishing services. That is something that you have to know. So you'll have to walk through, like you said, Fiverr, 99designs. That's another site that is really good about designing covers and things. So like I said, these programs will give you all of that information, or you can literally do this by yourself, but it will just take you longer, right? Just research. How do I, you know, get a book cover? How do I make a mock-up? How do I print hardback, which would be Ingram Sparks. And how do I just, you know, get my book on Amazon and Amazon is actually really, really good. If you sign up for a free account on kdp.com, they have tutorials. So like I said, it's going to take you a while. So you have to dedicate some time to this, but you can read through every one of them. They even teach you how to format your book. So I usually pay somebody to format my book because it's such a headache, but If you want to do it step by step, Amazon walks you through it. So, and different platforms do different things. Like my recommendation is usually Ingram Sparks because they distribute worldwide. And so their requirements will be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Again, that's a free account. You can go to IngramSparks.com or IngramSpark. 
I would have to double check that, but just Google Ingram Sparks. So yeah, you can just go there and you can create a free account. It costs $25 to upload a manuscript. That's it. And you can get started. So the self-publishing world used to like have a bad rap a little bit because you can do that, right? I can pay $25 and put anything I want out there. A good program or a good coach will make sure you have a professional editor that you're doing things the right way. You know, that's one of the goals at the beginning that, you know, I would say you have to know your standard of quality and you have to know your goals for this project when you go into it. But again, like I said, any of these programs or anything, even free stuff that you follow people online, they'll walk you through some of that. So let me ask you this. Somebody has, they've identified the story they want to tell. Yeah. They've written and written and written, and they think they're almost finished. What is a target number of pages, would you say? Well, really, that depends on what you're writing. So for self-help books, it's usually between 40 to 60,000 words, which is around, you know, 150 to 200 pages, sometimes 220, 250, depending on like what kind of graphics that you, because you know how they'll have like these little blurbs of quotes Mm -hmm. and things. So that, you know, typically... That's about how long a self-help book is. And then uh, a novel would be between like 80 and 100,000 words, usually sometimes, you know, between 70 and 100,000 words, depending if you are self-publishing, it's really up to you. There's no standard. Like if I'm submitting a manuscript to a traditional publisher, I have to stay within some guidelines. Like they don't want more than 100,000 words from a novelist and they don't want fewer than 80,000 words. Right. So I'm going to stick to that standard. So that really should be my target when I am self-publishing, because I don't want to call too much attention to the fact that like, oh, I'm self-published, so I don't have to meet the standard of the bigwigs. Right. Mm-hmm. My philosophy is that you need to meet the standards of the bigwigs, but you can do it on your own without all the middlemen. Oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh, Shelly, you have given us so much information. Oh, good. Great tips. Great advice. So Do you have any questions for me? Oh, I enjoy listening to your show. I don't really have any questions. (laughs) I loved your episode with your kids. I have a girl and two boys. So I think we're flip-flopped. My girl is the oldest and my boys are the younger. Yeah. I think that you, you share often, you know, about like bringing it back to your branding. But I wonder, do you, have you worked with other authors and like for a writer, for somebody who's wanting to expand, because I do feel like I do other things as well. And so, oh, I listened to that episode with, oh, Chunakas. Oh, Katie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So she was great. I was like, oh my gosh, I identify with this girl because she talked about like doing all the things. Yes. I mean, multi-passionate. Yeah. So I have all that stuff too. And I just wondered, like, have you like worked with, you know, somebody who's wanting to expand and become an author or maybe they're, Mm -hmm. you know, changing and like, I'm adding music to my repertoire. Are you like, how do you suggest somebody brand that way? Or brings it into their brand. So what I always say for somebody who's multi-passionate, which so many creatives are, our brains yeah. <laughs> don't work in a tunnel. We literally are all over the place. So the one thing that I always recommend is first and foremost, you have to be the brand, the overarching brand. So mm-hmm. Shelly is the brand. Your face should be everywhere associated with your business, whether mm-hmm. you have multiple 
facets underneath an umbrella or you're just one. But so I like to think of it as Shelly at the top. And then underneath that are the different segments or different components, different categories that you're passionate about and you want to focus on. But somewhere they have to merge so that they go along with you as a brand, not just, you know, Shelly, the fashion designer, Shelly, the or Shelly Pordia, the author, Shelly Renee Pordia, the designer, you know, like you want it to all be you so that it all links together and you want the feel, the emotions, the connection that you're building and the relationships that you're building to be so consistent and so cohesive that everyone sees you as, as Shelly Pordia, but Shelly Pordia is all of these things that she encompasses as one. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. starts with really saying, and and sometimes it's as simple as identifying with, I'm a multi-passionate creator and here's what I do. And, you know, give people straight away, like, so that your I help statement includes all of those things that you do, but you have to show where they merge together, how they come together to be you and who you are. And then really you're a storyteller. So it all comes down to telling your story in a way that resonates with other people. So even if you're multi-passionate, it's communicating that in a way that people can relate to it, understand it, resonate with it and build an emotional connection with you Yeah, through that. Yeah. I love that. And I think it goes along with, you know, the philosophy I was talking about at the beginning is like, really, it's your story. It's like what you bring to the table that brings value. So I definitely yeah, I see that completely. I love it. Yeah. Well, Shelly, thank you so much for being here. And just please share with the listeners how they can find you connect with you learn from you and then what that free download that you mentioned is how they access that. Yes. So you can go to my website. I do have an author website, Shelly Snowportia, <laughs> just under my name. And then you can sign up for a freebie on thecreativeyou.com. That is my business site. You can, it links on both sites. So whichever one you go to, you can sign up for that little freebie. And hopefully it will help people just kind of get started on their little journey towards writing. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Shelly. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed the episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? It would mean the world to me. Ratings and reviews are what give life to podcasts and help others find us. And it truly warms my heart to read them. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. Before you go, have we connected on Instagram yet? Find me at the Robin Graham. I'd love to connect with my listeners and learn more about you too. So take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so that I can find you and know that you've listened. You can also find me on Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies and to be part of a community of like-minded people, join the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are live every week with incredible trainings to help you build a solid foundation for your brand and business. Until next time, remember to smile.